And now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso discusses why Deutsche Bank and Credit Suisse settled Justice Department lawsuits and Barclays decided to fight the U.S. government in court. She speaks with John Coffey, a securities law professor at Columbia University, and Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. John, how rare is it for one of the big banks to risk drawn-out litigation rather than settling? Well, it is very rare because large banks don't want to be in a position of having the government of the largest financial country in the world suing them. On the other hand, they may have reached a decision that it's in their own self-interest to wait for Mr. Trump to come into office in the belief that Mr. Trump's administration will either give up on the suit, abandon it, or settle it very cheaply. And that's where we see different banks reaching very different decisions. Peter, Barclays denies the charges. Is there anything different about the case against Barclays than the case from the other banks? It's hard to see any real difference between them. The Justice Department is using FIREA, the <clears throat> the law that comes out of the SNL crisis in the late 1980s, that is built around uh, claims of mail and wire fraud to then try to show that these different banks put together uh, essentially toxic residential mortgage-backed securities and sold them. So. I don't see much of a difference, although, you know, each case has its own little quirks. And in this one, you had some funny little emails, but the overall theory is the same. And what's your thought about Trump being president and whether Barclays thinks that they can get a better deal with the Trump administration? I think that's a pretty expensive roll of the dice. I don't see... Jeff Sessions, who's going to be coming in, uh, at least expected to come in as the attorney general, uh, taking a more favorable view of banks, and especially a foreign bank that's accused of wrongdoing. And, of course, you know, one of the populist themes, if you will, from this past election was we don't want banks taking advantage of customers. So while the claim for less regulation is one thing, This is really about enforcement, and I think that's a little different agenda. So uh, if they are banking on President Trump and potential Attorney General Sessions going easy, you wonder how good a bet that is. That's Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School, and John Coffey, a securities law professor at Columbia University. Speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso, you can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, former California Lieutenant Governor Ed Reinecke has died at the age of 92. He served as next in command to then-Governor Ronald Reagan and was running to succeed him when he was caught up in the Watergate investigation. Reinecke, a former congressman, was indicted for lying about a 1972 phone call with John Mitchell, President Richard Nixon's attorney general and a key figure in the scandal. The conviction was later overturned on a technicality. Reagan stood by his protege, seeking donors to pay Reinecke's legal bills. Reagan called his friend a victim of circumstances and Watergate. Halliburton has agreed to settle a 14-year-old securities lawsuit for $100 million. Investors had sued the company over accounting for construction projects and Halliburton's disclosures relating to asbestos liability. The case had gone to the U.S. Supreme Court twice. 
And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.